Switched On on F104 and I'm joined by Olympian and GT 5K Ambassador Dervil O'Rourke. Hello. How's it going? Very good. Thank you so much for chatting to us. I'm always delighted to have a bit of a chat, especially in Dublin, because you know what? I actually don't officially live in Dublin anymore. I lived in Dublin for 14 years and now I live in Cork. So whenever I'm back off, I'm kind of like getting my Dublin feels back on. So it's good. So you're getting ready for the race later on. Tell us kind of at this point, like what is it? It's like two hours, not even two hours off. What do you be doing? Oh, it's, it's less than an hour. So for me, for me at this stage, right, I do all the really like boring stuff, like go to the bathroom, go, yeah. okay, I know where the toilets are, uh, make sure my runners are tied. I might have, like, I'll also have a drink, might have a snack, a last minute snack, because I hate being hungry when I'm running. Mm-hmm. And then I try to run with other people. So if I'm running with someone else, I just try and make sure I can find my crew and that I get ready to, ready to go. Bit of a warm up, but nothing too major. And the GT 5K is a corporate race. Why do you think these are so important to kind of get people out and involved? Do you know what? I think that there's a huge crossover between our work lives and our regular lives. Like, I think you can separate them. And take the GT 5K, it's very much about that corporate well-being and it's about people feeling like part of a team and that you're kind of doing it with your work colleagues. And people kind of park how fast it is. Like, it's kind of not about the time. It's about going, okay, how many of us are committed to this? Will we go and will we do it together and have a bit of a laugh? So Mm -hmm. for me, it's just something else you can do that, again, is part of that kind of, like, work family and it just gets you moving. So it's really nice. And also, like, 5K is not too long. It's a nice distance, you know. I think anything above 5K is real considered, but I think 5K, most people can, like, do some kind of effort at 5K, even if they have to walk this. Yeah, absolutely. And obviously now we're kind of moving into the colder, wetter months. How do you kind of keep motivated if you are kind of maybe you, you've started running and you're kind of new to it and you kind of want to keep it going? Because that's the wor- worst thing you can do, I think, is to stop, isn't it? Yeah, so for me, I think at, at that time of year, right, there's two things. These are really practical things. So number one, make sure that you have gear that can be seen because we're moving into the winter. Like you need um, high res gear, you know, and high, that high visibility gear because you just have to be careful because it gets so dark and it gets dark quickly. So that's the first thing. And then the second thing is like, you cannot underestimate the power of people. So connection, who can you run with? Like who in your friend group, if you don't have any friends that want to run, do you have, is there like a local club or like a local couch 5K or just some people you can join? Because you know what, you might, you might kind of like give up on yourself and not run yourself. But if you've committed to someone else, it's much harder not to go. So they're my two big tips. Make sure you can be seen and find some, find some people to run with through the winter. That's the thing, because it's hard to cancel on somebody else. Way harder. You feel really guilty yeah, about you it. You feel really bad. Like, oh, yeah. Even I have, I, have a, I have a Tuesday walk jog group and I'm not there tonight because I'm here for this event and I felt guilty and I'm there. I'm actually at a running event. Like, I shouldn't feel guilty that I'm not at my walk jog group tonight, but I do. You do, because then they're like, oh, sure, then I'll just stay at home. Sure, I won't yeah. do it either. Then you feel really committed to both people. Exactly. <laughs> but I have to also mention on your Instagram, I love it, because you're always doing little very quick meal preps and different types yeah. of very healthy meals that you can do in, like, a couple of minutes. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do do a lot. Like, I, I, I try and do... Whenever I'm putting anything off on Instagram, I always go, do I actually make this myself? Is this realistic mm-hmm. within the context of my life being really busy and I have two small kids? And also, like, will this help someone? And if, if even just one person gets an idea from it, then I'm like, okay, it's worth posting. So I do try and, I do try and share good because I wrote two cookbooks and I love cooking. And years ago, I went to cookery school. But, like, 
as I said, my life's really busy now. So it has to be what's tasty, but also what's healthy and what's easy and what can you get done quickly. So I do, I actually love, I love doing it and I love sharing it. Um, my kids are always laughing at me that I'm so into it. And they're like, so what are you recording yourself making corn? But like, I am. <laughs> But this is the thing, and I think a lot of us feel like we have to go out and buy all these ingredients and, you know, make big flashy meals. But you can actually go to your cupboard and kind of use what's there as well, can't you? Oh, absolutely. I would say on that, right, on healthy eating, I think make sure your freezer has some good stuff, some good fruit and veg in your freezer. I actually mm-hmm. love to work with Green Oil and they're amazing on products. So my freezer is always stocked. Have a few things in your press, like a few different tins of beans. They're always really handy, like your rices, your pastas, that kind of thing. And then just a few fresh bits in your fridge, but don't go crazy buying doing massive food shops and also bulk cook. Like, so if you're going to the bother of making like a spaghetti bolognese, a chili, something like that, just double the recipe, make extra and just freeze it down in portions for during the week. That's such a good idea. Thank you. For the days you don't want to be cooking when you're not bothered. I'm sorry now, it's not realistic to cook from scratch every day. Nobody has the time or wants to do it. So you have to like, it's all about being realistic and what are the simple wins for for people because you know life is busy absolutely and while we have you must ask you about the athletics it's doing really well at the moment aren't they athletics is flying a year out from paris which makes it extra exciting and you know what we haven't had a track medal in the 2000s in sonia and sydney even though you know people have come close we haven't had one since 2000 rob heffernan did get one in the race walk but on the track we haven't and uh dublin lady tala Tala Lady Rashida Adelecki, I think she's got a very, very big chance of doing something special next year. So it's it's amazing to see. And, you know, also, like, I think it's exciting. There's so many women, you know, Kira yes. McGee in the 1500, Sarah Lavin and the hurdles has been phenomenal. So, yeah, it's, it's very, it's a very exciting time in the sport. Yeah, and it's really nice to have so many people being drawn in to watch it and support as well, really, isn't oh, it? Oh, yeah. People are loving it. Like, I... I'm retired now. I'm, I, ha- I ran my last competitive race 10 years ago and I'm retired nine years. And this is the first year since I've retired that I've really felt a buzz, a really good buzz, mm-hmm. genuine buzz around the sport. And I think the timing is just perfect for Paris next year. Yeah, we well, can't wait for that. Dervil O'Rourke, who's getting ready for the GT5K. Best of luck. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thank you very much for chatting. Thank you. Bye.